For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The Mike Counter Show on 102.5 The Bone. There was a time it's the Mike Counter Show. This gentleman is too old to play the Strawberry Festival. Oh, his feet hurt. Whatever the reason is, he didn't show up. So our band Pimple Toddler will be on stage this Sunday at the Strawberry Festival. I'll have tickets to give away a little bit later on. You do not need an extra ticket to see us. If you're going to the Strawberry Festival that day, that'll guarantee your entry until it fills up. To see Pitbull Toddler, we go on at 7.30. We'll play for uh, probably over an hour, hour and a half. That is a sharp 7.30, by the way. Yeah, on on, on at 7.30, out by uh, 9 o'clock. Come and join us. Bring your family. We're going to have a great time that is happening this Sunday at the Florida Strawberry Festival. Very proud to be out there. Time now to check in with Galvin. He has today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Kelta Show. I don't have a particular need for anything. I don't want, I, I don't have room for anything. I don't want to buy anything. I'm not in the market for anything. But I like to look at the Facebook thing to see what people sell. This this lady selling a cute little wood cart on wheels for $15. Yeah. Is it worth $15? No. That isn't. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I'm amazed by. I've seen I've seen drumsticks, just one pair of drumsticks <laughs> up there for like twelve dollars, and they're used. And I'm like, do you know how much drumsticks yeah. are? There's a Bob Marley poster from the '80s on there for five dollars. Like who who can't just go get their own picture of Bob? I don't know. But here's one. Somebody in Brandon is selling tamales. I'd pay for some tamales. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people. When uh, I lived in Plant City. There's a lot of people that like make tamales and homemade like mm-hmm. Spanish food like that. So good. I love tamales, and sometimes your favorite Mexican restaurant, you'll go in there and you'll have the tamales, and they go, "Oh, only on Friday." Like, oh, mm. that's nice. Uh, Brandon, very Mexican. I went there yesterday mm-hmm. for Hooters. I, I I don't mean that in a good or bad way. I'm just saying a lot of Mexicans in Brandon. I never knew that. Maybe get the tamales out there. Well, yeah. Well, you got to think Strawberry Festival. All like they. That's Plant City. Well, yeah, but they stay on the outside of Plant City, uh, and then they go to work. I went to uh, the Hooters in Brandon yesterday after the uh, Repti- Repticon, or as my wife calls it, Lizard Festival. <laughs> <laughs> Lizard Fest makes more sense. I like that. She came to me, and she goes, uh, I said, hey, I'm going. I'm taking Juliana with me. Do you want to go? And she's like, oh, yeah, maybe I will go. That'll be fun. I go, really? She goes, yeah. All right. And she came to me, and she's like, I don't think I want to come to your Lizard Festival tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, anyway, went to Brandon Hooters, and that was always good. Hooters doesn't disappoint. So, uh, Galvin, what yes. do we have in news? North Korea has warned President Donald Trump not to listen to U.S. critics who are disrupt- disrupting efforts to improve ties as its leader, Kim Jong-un, made his way across China by train to a second summit meeting with Mr. Trump in Vietnam. The leaders will meet in Hanoi on Wednesday and Thursday, eight months after their historic summit in Singapore, the first between a sitting U.S. president and North Korean leader, where they pledged to work towards the complete denuclearization of the uh, Korean Peninsula. Now, they did that before, right? and it was like so good, and everybody's like, oh man, look, nobody's ever met with them before. And now they're meeting and they like each other and they agreed to stop nuclear testing because before they were like, we'll turn one right towards towards, uh, the United States if we have to. Right. They were firing them off and stuff. Yeah. And then Trump was like, oh, look at Rocket Man. You better listen because we're going to have problems. And then they went and they high fived and then it was like, cool. But then the next day they were like, okay, they didn't test any more rockets, but they didn't stop making them. Right. Yeah. So we don't know what was good. So the news out of uh, Korea says, though, that they have a great relationship and a lot's going to get accomplished. But the the American news was quick to, to point out that that news source also is responsible for saying that King, Kim Jong-un has written over 1,500 books mm-hmm. and uh, Doesn't poop. has an average of five hole-in-ones for every 18 holes of golf that he plays. Right. 
And they, well, al- they also had a picture of uh, Ric Flair as uh, Lagerfeld. The, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Carl Lagerfeld. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the, funny. The designer who died, they put up a picture of Ric Flair. Ric Flair turned 70 this week. Yeah. He's only 70? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Woo, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, the uh, 70th birthday party in Atlanta. Wow, I would have thought he was a lot older. How much older? I don't know. I mean, it, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Like, he shouldn't be in the ring if he's 70, but I, I don't know. He just looks rough, man. Yeah. Well, he's 70. I mean, a wrestling life and losing it up, and he, had, he was in the coma for a while and stuff. But his, his last match was only eight years ago, maybe? It was oh, the WrestleMania in Orlando was yeah, his last match. Was that eight years ago? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Where was the one we went to? Yeah, that was his last match. Wow. Yeah, I like that. I was his last match. I have something to tell my people that I don't like. No, you know, he'll, he'll wrestle two more times. For you think college. so? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Police in Florida are expected to issue an arrest warrant today for New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft. The 77-year-old Kraft is facing misdemeanor charges of soliciting a prostitute after authorities said he was twice videotaped in a, in a sex act in the Orchids of Asia Day Spa in Jupiter, Florida. Kraft, through his spokesman, has denied the charges. Here is the Jupiter Police Chief Daniel Kerr talking about the situation. That would be Mr. Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots? Yes, sir. And what is he being charged with? He's being charged with the same offenses as the the others, and that is soliciting another to commit prostitution. And how many accounts may he face? Uh, right now we have two. So that would be two separate incidences or visits to the Orchids of Asia Day Spa or one visit with multiple charges from that one visit? Uh, two different visits. What are the charges? What are the charges? Again, I'll repeat, soliciting another to commit prostitution. Is there video evidence of his alleged acts? Uh, yes, sir. For, for all the individuals being charged. I don't... Here's one thing I don't understand is that how do they have video evidence? Now, I've been to um, what you'd call an Asian massage place mm-hmm. with my wife, by the way, um, before you all get crazy. And what you do is you go in. There used to be one in the Citrus Park Mall. You go in and you pay for it. Then they take you to a room. And then in that room, you take your clothes off. So they can't have cameras in that room, and if they do, that's a huge invasion of privacy. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I would imagine that unless he was negotiating in the lobby of what to do, which doesn't seem like that would make sense for anybody. Right. Well, the you know? big thing is is that they were doing a uh, sex trafficking sting, and that's why right. he was involved. But the, the, the yeah. thing is, is that how are they providing video evidence of this? So, so of him, so unless they have video of him going in and out and audio maybe well, of him asking is it like a video on the masseuse you know how like police they have the body you know, that, though, yeah, you wouldn't be allowed to do an that. invasion of privacy but i mean you t- got this man who has a reasonable belief that his privacy is uh is being uh, respected and he's getting naked and but not know, in front of her that's the whole point of why the masseuses they like step out let you change get on the table you cover yourself up with a blanket so technically you shouldn't be able to see anything. Yeah, but they'd anyway. have to have the. Oh, you're saying if they had a body cam and she had to leave, right, to come, come in. Back. And, and then I have to tell you, back. that's even a vulnerable. I don't want to be shirtless on your video. You I got the. I, mean? I got the impression that the workers were in on it because this place had been under surveillance for like a month. Yeah, but no, because the the and the reason why I don't think that's true is because the um, unless they unless they are. Because they're trying to, they're like Alvin said, they're going after the human trafficking aspect of yeah. this, not against the, really the prostitution. But as a result, some high-profile billionaires have been involved in this prostitution thing. Um, the The thing is, if the workers are in on it, then who are they going after? Like, who are you? Who That's are you true. trying to get? Your the listen. It doesn't seem these things are so logical. And if you have a human trafficking problem. Let's find out who owns the license to that building, who's paying for it, and go after that person. I I don't. Robert Kraft is a seventy-seven-year-old. Is that right? Seventy-seven, seventy-seven-year-old billionaire. His team has just won the Super Bowl for the sixth time. They've been there like what ten times, and he is single. His wife died, and he is a single man with a lot of money. And if he wants to wake up in the morning 
and get a rub down and a tug or whatever else he was going for. Who is that bothering? Now, I actually saw some people on, on Twitter that were like, well, is it really, he's got a billion dollars. He can't afford to have a high-priced call girl. Yeah, he, I, maybe he can. But do you want to go through that whole process? I mean, think about it. If you're an old man and you got, I got my whole day ahead of me, I got stuff I want to do, he's not going to have some girl come over and she's all dressed to the nines, got the makeup, and you know, you got to talk to her. He just wants to get in, get it done, and get out. And is he thinking uh, that high price girl may do something and try and blackmail him where this lady has no idea who he is? Not just, just blackmail another him. old white guy in there. Yeah, you know? not just blackmail him, but also uh, try, to, try to date him. Try to talk to him. He doesn't want to. He's 77 years old. I just want to rub down and a little bit of physical relief, and then I'm done. I don't think that. Now, listen, at the same time, because people, I wrote, I put on Twitter on Friday, does anybody really care that a 70-year-old billionaire is getting a BJ at a place for 60 bucks or whatever he paid for it? Who cares? Who Like, who is that hurting? And everybody's like, oh, it's a human trafficking thing. He is, n- he is not involved his charges are for prostitution, solicitation of prostitution. They are not for human trafficking. Now, are you there? There is no way that you're going to tell me that all massage places are filled with women who are here against their will, and that they've all been human trafficked in. There are there have got to be some places that have massage ladies with legit massage licenses, or like me, making extra buck on the side. That's like saying all the young. Uh, teenage, you know, nineteen to twenty-year-old white girls that work in strip clubs are all there because they've been, uh, you know, forced into that sort of. Work. No, it's because they know they're going there and making tons of cash every day because white, because uh, guys in general are horny guys. So they're going to go in there and they're going to flash their ass. And they're going to leave with a large stack of cash, and then nobody's saying that anybody, any of those girls, are being held there against their will. So, so what I'm saying is, yes, there's probably some aspect to some of these places that have human trafficking and the police should do their investigation to who owns it and where those girls came from and if anybody needs help. But this guy, he was just trying to get himself a BJ, of which he was charged, what they say, 60 bucks for it. Hopefully he gave her at least 100 and uh, everybody's happy. Uh, I saw a thing where they said that he, uh, if he gets fined by the players or the owners association, it'd be a $500,000 fine. From what he is worth averaged out to the average person who buys a ticket to a football game, him being charged $500,000 would be like us being charged $2.37. Is that unbelievable? And he doesn't care. And he doesn't care. Uh, Ben, you know how they got the video? Yeah. uh, In fact, uh, one of my friends used to own one of those uh, lingerie shops off of 19. Right. And every room has a camera in it. And it's recorded in the office, so you can w- actually watch whatever is going on in there just for security. They probably have a note or something by the front desk that says you're being filmed and you don't even notice it. But the thing is, on Slater's news this morning, it said that the police called in a false fire alarm. And when everybody evacuated the building, <laughs> took the video? they went in the back and took all the cameras. <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem right, really. But it's pretty funny, though. Said. That's pretty interesting. All right. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate that. I Maybe gotta, I should listen to this later. I got to tell you, if you're involved at all, if you're uh, you know, one of the police guys or whoever, don't you go over to Robert Kraft and go, get out of here. Mm-hmm. My name is spelled G-A-L-V-I-N. <laughs> yeah, right. When you're, when you're writing out the check, just right. make sure you know what's up. Uh, so it was Robert Kraft and a couple of other billionaires, and did they all know to go to this one place? <laughs> yeah. Or is it just in... I saw Joe Torre was uh, in Jupiter, Florida with Derek Jeter over the weekend for some Marlins thing, and I want to be like, oh, Jupiter, huh? <laughs> <laughs> if you're a billionaire, they got to think they'll never find me here strip mall in the middle of nowhere right. like a bunny, you know but at the same time he got he got driven there yeah and and he's it's probably part of his daily routine or every other day routine and the guy's like what am i doing wrong i walked <laughs> in there i got a massage <laughs> i walked in there i got a massage and i gave the girl 200 dollars. they probably love him i just imagine that since all these billionaires are going that they all told each other about the place like hey man there's a place down okay. on 9th Street. Right, you can go yeah. there, to ask for Jan. She's perfect. You going yeah. to Florida? Yeah. Stop by Jupiter. Here's you know that. why? Because ever since uh, Craigslist got busted, nobody knows who to call now. <laughs> so now they're all just uh, going to, to spas. I have to tell you, the Japanese lady that we used to go to, I, don't know, I assume she's Japanese, yeah. 
She was. Uh, she looked happy as can be. Now you say that you went to one of these places, but it was in the mall, and you went with your wife, and you went in there and got a regular massage and stuff. I don't know whether that's. So I don't know. I mean, Galvin. if it's if it's in the Citrus Park okay, Mall. Okay, so my wife and I were in Sarasota, and this was years ago. And she wanted to go to to get a massage, and we called uh, Vinoy, and they were booked. They called the spas around mm-hmm. the hotels, and they were all booked up. And uh, we didn't have the kids for some reason, and she was like, I really don't want to go. So then um, we Googled or Yelped it or something, and they said, oh, there's a place here. And and, it's, and it was like, it was in the mall, and we, we didn't recall ever seeing it. And we were like, all right, let's go check it out. And it was right outside of JCPenney, and it was, I mean, you walked in there, and it looked like I assume any... Asian massage place looked out. There was an Asian lady at the front counter. We told her a couple's massage. They took us to the room. We weren't doing it to be romantic. We were taking it because we both wanted massages. Right. They put us in separate tables in the same room. Oh, in the same room? Yeah, so yeah. Okay. And I, you know, I guess people hold hands when they didn't know mm-hmm. we did. And I loved it because the, the woman got up on top of the uh, bed. She stepped on my back with her grubby heels mm-hmm. and held onto these bars above the thing. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. Because I'm a big guy, and a little lady rubbing it in is not really, you know, you, you know, you get some great massage therapist that can do that, but for the most part, and I just thought that that was wonderful. And there was never any, and I'd gone there by myself after that, and there was never any dirty stuff. I kept talking about it. Remember, I'd come on the air, and right, I'd go, yeah. I went, she accidentally swiped me with her pinky today. I was like, today might be the day, and there was nothing. And then we, we would talk about it, and you would go, maybe you're supposed to leave money out for her. We right. would joke about how to do it. But there was never anything going on, so I don't know, I don't know what the process is. But I got to tell you, if I was single and there was places that were doing that, I'd go every day. I'd go every day, get out of here, go unwind a little, get a massage, you know, and it'd be it'd be wonderful, right? And who's getting hurt if they're there on their own will, right? You know, what ask I mean? them, say, are I you do, being held? You know, right? I mean, look, uh, the cops are there now. We'll find out if there's. Human trafficking. See what uh, happens. People are so against sex, man. They'll, never, they'll let you smoke pot, but they do not want you to have sex. The funny thing, too, is people are against like something like that. Like So many people where if you found out what they were doing, you'd be like, really? Yeah. You're doing that and you're right. really about yeah. this? Like, just do it. Galvin, in my junior year of high school, we had to take a Christian morality class. Mm. It was our religion class, and it was Christian morality. And my teacher made us go to this. It was a, some sort of speech against abortion, and we had to write a paper on it. And I snickered during the speech, and the and it was done by non-school people. It was just a bunch of old old people. And the guy called me out in front of everybody, and he's like, "What's so funny?" I go, I know. and he goes, "No, go ahead. You want to be, you want something funny? Share it with the room." And I stood up and I said, "There's no way you're going to tell me that if one of you people here are married." One of you guys got your girlfriend pregnant on the side. You wouldn't take her to go get an abortion. <laughs> and the guy kicked me out of the thing. Uh, I was right. Yeah. I know I was right. Yeah. yeah. So people are hypocrites. And I think, look, I'm, I, again, I'd like to repeat. If, you're, if you think that there's suspicion of human trafficking and people that are being held against their will, then by all means, do what you have to do. But that is not what Robert Kraft did. He, he doesn't own this place. He is not doing anything to make sure that their slaves are being held. Excuse me. He is an old single man who wanted to get a little action. Uh, Steve, good morning. You're on the Mike Out the show. Yeah, my I have a weird uh, fetish. It, 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 yeah, yeah. Hey, how come it if this uh, investigation can happen so quickly, but yet the Catholic priests that have been uh, attacking the nuns has taken three years to come to light, and the Pope just made an announcement that he wants a vigorous investigation on this. You know why? Get the same guys. You know why? Because the Vatican is rich. Money keeps things hidden. Money shuts people up. That's why. And, and secondly, Slater's right. Maybe it's a good question for Dom tomorrow to ask him. That's what they're reporting is that they did report a false fire alarm, and they were able to go in there and gain answers. How do you get the evidence without a warrant? I mean, what does the warrant say? I, so, does Robert Kraft now have a lawsuit against the owners of the uh, massage parlor for 
not properly informing him that, that there was a video camera in the room. Well, you have to think that what they're doing is through a spokesperson, they're denying the whole thing. Right. So what they're doing is we're going to deny everything. We're going to get that video evidence thrown out yep. because it was got, you know. Illegally uh, obtained. Illegally obtained, yeah. So then they go, all right, now what else do you have? Oh, nothing? Bye, Jet. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Um the Roger Stone deny, deny, deny. Mm-hmm. That was what he said deny, 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 and then start over. And and I don't think that there's first of all anybody that is in Robert Kraft's circle, including the president of the United States, they're all horny old men. So none of them are looking at him like, oh Robert, why did you do this? They were like, ah oh, dummy, you got caught. They're nobody. None of them are losing respect for him. He everyone expects him to be doing this. Yeah, but pe- what people don't realize is when you're a guy and you're horny, whatever, having billions of dollars makes you less horny. Oh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it just gives you opportunities to do whatever you want. Uh, John, good morning. Good morning, guys. Love your show. Hey, uh, real quick, I like going there when I, back when I was in my 20s because it was easier. It was cheaper. Yeah. And no herpes, no gonorrhea, no, no, no. I mean, like how that. do you know that? Like, what do you, like, well, if you're just getting. Hand, it's the handshake. Oh, yeah, if you just get hands, HJs. Yeah, yeah, that's all. It was nothing crazy back in our days. We just went in there for handies and out the door we left. And, you know, 100 bucks, you know, 60 bucks for establishment, 40 bucks for a tip. You get a bath, you get a massage. You're taking a bath? Uh, Table shower. Yeah, you want to get all kind of stuff, getting a bath, weirdo. (laughs) Well, I mean, that was included, but I I didn't choose that. I I was already clean. I love love you too, weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tim, good morning. Hey, Mike. In a a news report for that story, one guy took his wife to the parlor to show her that it was just a massage parlor, turned around, took her home, and then went back and got a handy. (laughs) <laughs> so he took his wife like, hey, come look at the place? Yes, hey, come look. It's just a normal massage parlor. I guess he was going there often, and she asked questions, and it was oh. a normal massage parlor. Uh, took her back home, went back, and, and did his thing. Yeah, well. yeah all the uh, all the masseuse ladies there are like, oh, good to see you again, Tim. Normal <laughs> massage yeah, again yeah, today, yeah. like always? <laughs> just off her back, right, Tim? Yeah. yeah. Uh, is this your wife that you tell us how much you love? <laughs> uh, Cassie, good morning. Hey, it's Casey. I'm um, sorry. I wanted just to kind of add a extra little two cent story. So I worked in uh, Fort Myers as a news reporter a few years back, and we actually did a couple stories on a bunch of things that were going on at these massage parlors. And a lot of cops were using a website, particularly to find which ones were actually sex trafficking i know you mentioned oh uh red band told us about that was was it tug something rub maps rub maps yeah (laughs) i don't know why i know i know (laughs) this guy's yelling out table shower and rub maps quick so quick yeah and then so they were finding the places and do and go to those places the reviews are pretty graphic but the problem there is is that now are we going after them for prostitution or are we going after them for human trafficking it seems like the prostitution is really what they're what they're busing people for, and then saying, "Oh, well, we think there was human trafficking involved." Right, and what was really funny was me and my photographer. We were trying to go to a couple of them just to get a few sound bites. Now, obviously, we have a target on our back with a camera and a microphone. Yeah, but it was ironic how a lot of them all of a sudden didn't speak English the second I walked in. The oh, sure, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 so, not for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Thank you, Punkin. Appreciate. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know. Look, that's. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't seem to me that these places are interested in doing anything about human trafficking. They're not interested in doing anything but uh, busting them for prostitution. If they, you can, you can walk in there, and you can talk to the ladies that work there. And if the ladies feel like they're being held against their will, you got a cop there now. Help them walk you out. You know what I mean? I know it's not always that easy. What happens when you walk out? Where do you go? They're threatening you. But I don't think that the goal in in their police things is human trafficking. I believe it's prostitution. And when you break it down to that, Robert Kraft, I don't think he did anything wrong. I, I think going there and paying somebody to rub your back or your front is the same thing. It's entirely, it's completely legal to go in there and have a woman or a man rub your back deep and hard and long 
all the way down to your butt crack. That's legal. And then once you flip over, you get to the other side, all of a sudden it becomes illegal. Mm. It just doesn't make sense. It's not logical. It's it's kind of like the how we look at pot now. We go, it's it's from the earth, and it's all healthy, and it's so much better than these prescription drugs. One day we're going to look at it and be like, what was the difference if they rub your back or your front? It's so <laughs> dumb. Right. Like, that's what's happening. I, I, I'm all for freeing the slaves. But I am uh, totally also for getting the rub and tug. Good luck to you, Mr. Kraft. So, By the way, I hate Boston. I'm sticking up for him. We go from Robert Kraft to... Now, usually I don't do this, oh, but... No. Uh, yeah. Go ahead on, break them off with a little preview of the lady. remix. All right, I'm not why, Carmen? Be rude, hey, the time. Time. Oh, you, no. The way you do the things you do reminds me of my next is cool. That's why By I'm, the way, that's still up on Spotify, just so we know. Oh, good. It's it should up. be. It's one of the best songs ever. R. Kelly was charged with 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse on Friday and turned himself in that night. Three of the four alleged victims were underage when the incident took place. Cook County State Attorney Kim Fox made the announcement. Here she is talking about R. Kelly and the charges. Earlier today, Robert Kelly was indicted before a Cook County grand jury. By the way, how funny does that sound? Robert Kelly was... <laughs> Dude. Who? Robert Kelly was indicted before a Cook County grand jury on 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse involving four victims. Aggravated criminal sexual abuse is a class two felony with a sentencing range of three to seven years for count. It is also probationable. Thank you. Now, we had done the story where there was a new videotape, not the old one. There was a new videotape where there was alleged urination on this one as well. And a girl that R. Kelly was engaged with uh, sexually, and she was saying, get that 14-year-old. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, Robert Kelly or R. Kelly is, I, I believe, in no excuse whatsoever, has mental problems because this is a guy who knows the entire world's been looking at him at, at, for years now, but especially since Christmas time, and he's mm-hmm. still doing it, making videotapes, which leads me to believe that he can't stop and he doesn't know the difference, and uh, he definitely needs to go to jail and get some sort of mental health. I mean, he's a predator. Yeah, because and- it's not only it's not only this; it's him uh, allegedly keeping women like held captive yeah. in his house, brainwashing and, them. Yeah, all kind of weird stuff. He's- My question, though, though, is if he knew these tapes existed, if he knew he was gonna get in trouble, why not flee the country? Because it's not he like- has no money. They brought they got him in on a hundred thousand dollars, and he. Uh, took a while to pay for it, and then he paid for it, and he still got stuck in jail. I think because he was too late making yeah. the payment that and day. The, and then there was his house that they uh, yeah. he was like renting, but owed a ton of money. Okay, yeah. So there He's, was- he has no money. But even if he did, Carmen, it's 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 only a few places you can go that don't have extradition where they would bring. When you're a celebrity like that, it's easy to find it, and then they would bring him right back here. Right. Um. And the thing is, is that he really needs to go to jail. Oh yeah. But he also needs to get some mental help because he is. Definitely, he definitely has mental issues. Uh, we have a news story coming up. Uh, I'll show it on Bone TV here. So this is a KTLA anchor and reporter named Chris Burroughs. He was found dead. Now, I want you to listen to the news story. <laughs> I, I want you to listen to the news story and see if you can decipher exactly what happened okay. here. Okay. Yeah. We have the news story up on Bone TV. Check this out. Here we go. Elsewhere tonight, the Los Angeles County Coroner's Office has just released the official autopsy report for KTLA anchor Chris Burroughs. His death has been ruled an accident. The coroner determined Burroughs, who was 43 years old, died from methamphetamine toxicity. He was found unresponsive at the Days Inn in Glendale on December 27th with a male friend. That friend is not facing any charges. Burroughs, who first joined KTLA in 2011, anchored the KTLA Weekend Morning News and reported in the field on weekdays. He is survived by his wife and their nine-year-old daughter. Okay. Oh, man. Okay, so wait a second. This is the equivalent. This is KTLA reporting on KTLA. So this would be like me coming in here today and going, uh, Slater, who, as you know, has done uh, the show before us for the past couple of years, has died over the weekend. He was found at a Motel 6 on Nebraska with a male friend. His uh, wife and daughter will be, I mean, it's like how it'd be so hard for us to come in so matter-of-factly and just report that news. Right. Well, also, reporting the news was leaving a lot of stuff out of it. Oh, yeah. A lot of stuff out of it. He did meth, all right. He had toxicity. Yeah. According to reports, Burroughs was engaging in, quote, various sexual activities with 
the companion, which was a male, he's uh, his wife and daughter at home, when he inserted a rock of meth into his rectum. He reportedly inserted Damn killed him. <laughs> he, he reportedly inserted a second rock later on in the encounter, placed a mask uh, uh, placed a mask on his face and then doused the filters of the mask with poppers, which are like that rush, right. you know, stuff, whatever. Yeah. So this guy was doing a lot of stuff. That sounds like he died in a I, hotel. I think you're being presumptuous. <laughs> there was sex involved. What if he was just with his buddy? Yeah, they're just playing. How do you think that rock got up there? It must be a good friend. Yeah. The place I, I, uh, I have to tell you, man, this is a perfect story to tell your kids <laughs> about what not to do drugs. Never go two rocks. Two rocks and oh. a mask. Oh, the Come mask. On. Nobody, the mask is never good. It really What a weird there. story to have to report on. Who in this building would you be most, like on the air, would you be most, would be most odd to have to tell that story? Drew mm. Garabo was found today with a mask and two rocks of. Matt and his pooper. Eh, I can see Drew doing some weird stuff. Yeah, but he would be with a female friend. Yeah. I would think that. Um, I don't mean, like, who are going to be surprised that are with guys. I just mean, like, how, could we get on the air and do that story straight late, face like that guy did? Right. Yeah. So did he, now did he, I mean, he, he knows. He knows the whole story. Dick did he Ring go, started as a morning man. <laughs> on, <laughs> did he go, listen, I'm not going to say all this stuff about Chris. Like, I'll report that he died and it was a male companion or something, or male friend, we can say. Can you just say we find out now it was an accidental drug overdose? Yeah, something. Or, did he not like him? And oh, he that's was, true. And he's like, let me report it, let yeah. me report it. But he didn't report, all, if he didn't like him, he'd be like, and then guess what happened? <laughs> <laughs> he put stuff in his prison wallet. Uh-huh. You know? I, yeah, I think they have different, um, you know, rules over there that they probably couldn't. It's the news. I yeah, know. Yeah, the, you have to Say it as like, it happened. We, we can't do Chris like that. It's Chris. We can't yeah. do that. And the, now the other people, the other news station is like, look what happened <laughs> over there. Those guys are all doing this. Surprise, they're not wearing masks on TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, you say it's Chris and you made me think of Moose because that's Moose's name. <laughs> I would totally be like, you're not going to believe this next story. <laughs> yeah. Remember Moose used to work here? Yeah. <laughs> he had two rocks of meth in his butt. The guy you've known for the longest time in Florida. Um, who I'm not talking to anymore. Ever oh, again. boy. So he put on his Facebook page, Moose did, that uh, <laughs> he goes... All I want to say is, on your documents that you have, check the expiration date. Blah, blah, blah. And I just wrote, I'm dying to know what you're talking about because I love moose stories. And uh, he didn't, he wouldn't tell me. But I guess from reading other posts on that page, Moose was going on the Monsters of Rock cruise. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, his passport was expired. So he found out like the day before that he couldn't go. Uh, I mean, is that not just total moose? Yeah. Moose was going, when we went to Ireland for the first time with Jameson. We had it locked in where it was me, Galvin, and Moose that was going, and then we just hired John. Is that what happened? No, I I would just. Oh, you! Him. It was yeah. you! It was yeah. you! Okay, so it was me and and Moose going, and then we just hired Galvin, and we contacted Jameson and said, "Hey, can we change this? We have a new member of the show now, a new co-host to the show," and they were like, "Yeah, no problem." You know, give us his information. We gave them information. Well, it turns out that they didn't cancel Moose. They just added Galvin. So Moose was all bummed out. He was disappointed that he couldn't go. And we were like, oh, you know, sorry, Moose, but it's a broadcast. And then we got our itinerary, and Moose was still listed on the itinerary. So in the day of the cruise, remember we were leaving here? So I had to run home, get a bag for Moose from his daughter. She packed a bag for him, run back to the thing, and we ended up going. But Moose is last-minute Moose at all costs. Yeah, because I was up in Louisville at the time. I, can't, I come down and auditioned, then got the job via phone. They said, yeah, okay, you got the job. And I was moving down. Well, I had to get my passport, so I got a passport up in Louisville and then did all the stuff. So I moved down here and literally... Ten days later, we went to Ireland. Yeah. I was like, this is a pretty cool job. Yeah, Galvin, Galvin pooped in the woods. <laughs> yes, I did. That's true. <laughs> a guy in Wales with no arms was just in court for stabbing his dad in the stomach. She got an award. Yeah. She got an award if you're able to stab somebody when you have no arms. By holding scissors between his toes. And even though his dad needed major surgery, he asked the judge to be lenient on his son. And the guy wound up getting 12 months of community service. Here is the picture of the guy up on Bone TV with no arms. Look at that. that is uh, no arms, man. Not even like stubs or anything. He has no arms. Does it um, say why? He was born that way. 
No, no, I'm saying why he stabbed his dad. Uh, they're in an argument. They're, you know. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. I have both my arms, but I will put the finger strength of my toes up against anybody with no arms or arms. Yeah. I can do anything with my toes. Can you snap your toes? Yes. I can snap my toes. Like, like, like this? Yes. Like snap your fingers? Yes. Yeah. I can snap my toes. I can grip anything. I can. I have the strength between my big toe and my second toe is uncanny. I got to tell you, you're pretty flexible. We've we've seen that over the years. You're pretty flexible. Uh, if you lost your arms, you think you'd be able to eat like soup and no, stuff with your? I, my no? belly, well, my belly's in the way of trying to bring my foot up to my mouth. I think. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I would just eat soup. I would just stick my face on top of soup and go. Do you ever see the office where Dwight was trying to train himself to be able to do stuff with his feet because he said <laughs> if he lost his arms or whatever, so Jim poured him coffee and he goes, oh, fine, whatever he goes. And he goes, Jim goes, no, I'm just kidding. Don't whatever. And he tries to do it and he gets it like close to his face and he just goes like that, <laughs> pours it all over his body. Uh, that would be difficult, man. If you're born with no arms. You adapt and sure. you be able to do it. You don't know if anything. If your arms are cut off right now, you're like, oh, this is going to be this is gonna be hard. Mm-hmm. Weird feet, toes, <laughs> and trying to feed yourself. <laughs> so listen to this. A Mexican businesswoman's decapitated body was found with a note that said her husband, quote, didn't want to pay her ransom. Susan Carrera's body was found on February 13th in a bag left in a vac- vacant lot. Along with her body was a note that read, quote, this happened to me because my husband played tough guy and didn't want to pay my ransom. Wow. Mm-hmm. Carrera was kidnapped a week earlier Where outside a friend's house in Mexico. Uh, the captors were asking for four million pesos. Oh, pesos. Yeah, which is about $208,000 American. Carrera's family said they could not collect the funds for the ransom. Carrera and her husband were owners of an aluminum company. It's unclear why she was targeted and no arrests have been made yet. Because they owned an aluminum company. How they had money. bad do you feel for the rest of your life that you couldn't get the ransom together? $208,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This I'm thinking happened. about booking a trip to Mexico. <laughs> this happened to me because my husband played tough guy and didn't want to pay my ransom. Oh, that's when you listen. If you're going to play chess, you got to be prepared to be called out. Oh. That's when you go, oh, I make a wrong move. Oh, yeah. Mm. Not very good. Yeah. So what do you mean? Now I single? <laughs> uh, so we hear stories about this guy broke in and it was a 90-year-old guy and he beat him up or a granny and yeah. she pulled her gun and stuff. And sometimes I go, eh, is that what really happened? Like that lady that we talked about the bobcat really there was no video right. of you beating up there was a bobcat in the yard and you went get out of here and it took off i think that's what happened this one i believe a, gr- a, a gun-toning grandmother said she didn't think it was that big of a deal when uh, she kicked her would-be burglar out of her house at gunpoint uh we have <laughs> the story up on bone tv the news story and it starts out with granny cursing here we go check this out mother if you come in here, you're a dead son. That's a promise. That's Wendelin God. At first, she didn't want to talk on camera about her story. She didn't see the big deal. But when we shared the story on social media, so many viewers said they were proud and that they would do the same thing. So we knew we had to try to talk to her again. I come to the conclusion that you are not going to leave me alone. So why don't I just go ahead and do it? And, and you know, and it probably will help somebody. God says the man grabbed a rubber mallet from a neighbor shed and broke in. Something hit that dog. Bam! The glass shattered. He went inside naked. He didn't have no pants on. She had her 38 and fired a warning shot. But the man went upstairs and started ransacking her home. Since the 38 didn't do the trick, she grabbed her 45 revolver. A god called 911 and started giving them the play-by-play. And you can hear the fear in her voice. Please hurry. Please hurry. But she wasn't going to let the burglar know she was scared. When the man tried to come downstairs, a god fired another warning shot. He said, are you trying to kill me? I said, oh. Oh, you finally got the message. <laughs> Deputies would finally arrive and arrest the man. A god never thought she would have to fire her guns, but she'd do it all over again if needed. I don't know what his t- intention was, but I know what mine was. You know, it's good when the news story starts out with an old lady mother. going, Mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's great. 
That's great. People are weird, man. You got to be prepared. Oh yeah. You got to just think about what do I do if somebody breaks in. You got to you got to think about it before it happens. And how bold are you? Somebody shoots at you and you continue robbing the place mm. and like wrecking it. And uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, for her, why didn't you shoot him? Like, I get the warning shot, but if he, when he goes upstairs, that's when you're like, all right, yeah, it's your choice. Yeah. Shoot him. So they're working on technology that uh, one day you'll be able to tell everything about the chicken you're about to eat. Like where it's from. Oh, no. What it ate. How much it exercised. Yeah, right? Does that make any sense at all? A Chinese insurance company has already outfitted more than 100,000 chickens with GPS trackers. The sensors upload information, uh, information such as like their exercise and what they ate and all that type of stuff. They say the technology will be going on 2,500 farms in China by next year. They're also working on facial recognition technology so consumers can one day make sure the organic chicken they saw on the farm is the same one that ends up on their plate. Oh. Like, what are you going to send a picture to your phone and you look at yeah, it looks the same. Looks uh, oh, I don't, don't want to know. I don't want to know anything. I ate at Hooters yesterday, and it was wonderful. All the whole experience was great. I had a lovely waitress. Food was good. How much exercise did your uh, wings get before you ate them? <laughs> Do you know? Well, I got to tell you, Galvin, I ate one wing that I don't even know was a wing. Dude, was it just huge, like a mega wing, or what? It was like a U shape, and I couldn't find the bone. Oh yeah, and I thought maybe I'm eating. I don't even know, but it was delicious, and I just stopped. If I knew, I probably wouldn't eat it, but Listen, the fact you, that I didn't know has made it great. You bread it and cook it. I'll eat it. Right. <laughs> right. Don't tell me. I don't want to know anything else. No, not at all. Uh, some sad news. Brody Stevens, a longtime stand-up comedian and actor who frequently appeared on various comedy podcasts, and he had a show on Comedy Central, and uh, he was in the Hangover series and stuff. He died on Friday. Reports indicated that the 48-year-old comedian died of an apparent suicide. They say how he did it? Hanging. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't. Uh, I we've never had Brody on the show. I've never met him before. I've never seen his stand up or his television show. But I knew so many comedians that were friends, including Bert. Bert was his neighbor, and uh, Bert would post videos of him at Starbucks with Brody Stevens, and because right. they just run into each other all the time. His kids knew him. Uh, Red Band's been posting all weekend because they were really close. He has that face like a kind of guy that you just love because he was always happy. Right. And uh, oh, I felt terrible when I heard this on uh, on Friday just because I know so many people that know him. There was a lot of uh, stuff about him being very, uh, like he was off the wall, like totally different. He'd go up and not necessarily do an act. He'd just talk to people yeah. and do that type of stuff. But there was one story that I saw where the guy said that uh, he saw Brody Stevens on the phone. He goes, I assumed he was on the phone with his agent because he's like, I've been on Comedy Central. I've been in the Hangover series. I mean, this uh, turns out he was talking to his mom, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. So. I- I think I saw someone report that he was bipolar. Yeah, he he was definitely uh, on medication for stuff, and I had heard that actually he had just gotten new medication oh, and was talking man. about that and trying to get it dialed in and stuff. So I don't know whether that was a contributing factor to this, but uh, sad, only 48 years old and uh, dead. Yeah, that's just a, that's a terrible story. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is a quick rundown of all the winners for the uh, Oscars that happened last night. We'll roll through them real quick, and then we can talk about them and different performances and stuff. But here is from the Oscars last night. For Outstanding Supporting Actress, and the Oscar goes to Regina King. A performance by an actor in a supporting role. And the Oscar goes to Mahershala Ali for Original Screenplay. Nick Nick Balalonga. Best original song. Lady Gaga, Mark Bronson, Anthony and Andrew Wyatt. For performance by an actor in a leading role. Rami, Rami Malek. For performance by an actress in a leading role. Olivia Colman. For achievement in directing. Alfonso Cuaron. For best picture. Queen Book. So, Green Book won for best picture. Uh, best director was the director of Roma. Has anybody seen that, by the way? No. Mm-mm. Best no. actor was Remy Malik for Bohemian Rhapsody. Best actress, Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, which you said you wanted to see but have not seen yet. I could, couldn't find it anywhere now. I can, I'm sure I'll be able to find it on demand. Yeah. I saw the preview for it one time in the movies, and I was like, this movie looks hilarious. And then it, never, it went away. I did finally get to see um, 
can you forgive me or whatever that was called? Melissa can you ever McCarthy, forgive me? Yeah. Which I'm surprised that guy didn't win. He was really good. Supporting actor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was really good. At um, and the, that movie's a little slow, but it's really good too. And, and I would, <laughs> the, the thing is, is that I didn't know about that woman, uh, Israel mm-hmm. until, uh, until that movie came out. And then at the end, they have a quote from her, from her book. Like, I thought, oh, she'd be great. She must be awesome. And she's dead. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it, I, you know, I watched the whole award show last night for the most part, and it was it was okay. I don't mind the host list award show. It yeah. seemed like it worked out just fine. Uh, what was it? Uh, Tina Fey, Maya Rudolph, and Amy Poehler came out in the oh, beginning. Man, did they look all three of them look terrible. I is Amy, Amy Poehler, Poehler looked awful. Is she pregnant or is no? She, I hope so because she's <laughs> fat and old looking. She looked real pale, mm. and I love Maya Rudolph. She's so interesting looking to me. I love Maya Rudolph. And and I think that um the other one's gorgeous too. They just didn't look like last night it looked like they would just like grab them in the parking lot. We're like, yeah. quick, I need you guys to be funny. Uh but I, it, the year before, two years ago, it was all uh pro black because they felt guilty that they were they were getting a lot of heat that there weren't a lot of black uh, nominees, so now everything's black. And then this year was women. They were they're like power women. Well, it was very it was uh, you know diversity diversity because they had like Her- Helen Marin with uh, uh, Mimosa Mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know those two. Guys. So you got a young, good looking Polynesian guy and yeah. an old white English lady, and then you had like Jennifer Lopez with Captain America. You know, so they were like trying to put all these different people together. Melissa McCarthy actually came out. Did you see that? Oh, that was great. It was pretty oh, funny. Was- she came out and they were talking about war wardrobe stuff whatever and she was all dressed all crazy and had a rabbit and the guy with her was all dressed up crazy and stuff but uh one of the cool things was queen opened the show yeah opened the oscars last night with adam lambert on vocals and they which did. really is not it's not queen it's it's brian may and roger, and taylor. roger taylor with adam lambert and why won't the other guy come back he like, retired i know but now is like the time he come back all right well it's queen again yeah i guess he retired he uh, said after freddie died that he was done and did a couple shows that they had whatever but the, for the most part he's done with that and uh, i don't know whether he's doing any original music or anything but uh here's a little bit of a uh, queen from last night's oscars we have up on bone tv check this out Pause it for a second, Joe. Oh, right there. Right there is what I wanted to show. If you wanted to hate white people, <laughs> watch Glenn Close sing along with uh, We Will Rock You. That She is your typical old lady white woman with the fist. Right. And we'll rock you. And oh, I, I, I kind of know this song. <laughs> Fast forward a little bit because they uh, went into We Are the Champions. I've paid my dues time after time. I've done my sentence, but committed no So they sounded good. Uh, I gotta tell you though, I don't think I'm gonna go see Queen with Adam Lambert. No, like he's he's good. He sounds good, but it's just not Freddie yeah. Mercury, yeah. and that makes you go ah. Right, ah. Yeah, you can just we've seen the movie. That's and good enough. I would say after watching Bohemian Rhapsody, like I you can't compare. No. Yeah, like, yeah, it's amazing. I would go see Queen with Rami Malek. I'd go see Queen with uh, uh, Mark Martell. Yeah, I mean, he sounds I so much more Martell like Martell and, and and Lambert is the same things. Hey, real quick, Galvin, uh, Dave says he goes to Jack Jacks all the time. <laughs> all right. Hi, Dave, how are you? Hello. Hi, Jack Shack, Dave. What's I, happening? I used to frequent spas up north, and I've been down here almost four years, and I've been to a few here, but much more up in the north area. Are they Asian up north I, as well? Korean, yes. Korean, okay. And, 
in the Providence, Massachusetts area. And I never saw sex trafficking. Well, how do you know? You're not going to see it. Well, you hold... You hold conversations when you go back to the same establishment. They bust them in. Now, that, it might happen in places. Right. But they bust them in from New York. They spend a couple of weeks. Then they bring in new girls and rotate them around to different spas. And they say they live in, they were saying they were living in New York, and they go home for a week or two, and then they go back out somewhere else. You ever rotate they them around? <laughs> you can get anything for a price. And they're happy. They seem happy with the rotation service and going to live in New York or whatever they did. Yeah, they made a good living. See, that's, you know, what, I, they, that's they what I think. Money up front, and then they, they the money never stays in your room. They take it and bring it somewhere. Then they you get undressed. They take you and they bathe you. They dry you. Bring you back in your room. They. Have you lay down, they give you a head-to-toe massage, and then they, after the massage, they turn the lights down a little bit, have you roll over, and whisper sweet nothings in the ear to see what you want. I, I tell you, and it sounds I lovely. Theory, <laughs> I've been doing it about 15 years, I started. Right. And I was leery at first because you feel like you're a trapped rat, and I'm not afraid of anything. I'm an old-school biker. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, you never admit to anything, but you'd go in, and it was pleasurable. I only had one place in all the years that would only give you the so-called rub and tug. <laughs> Other than that, well, I have a question, Dave. Are, are, Dave, are you a married man? No. Yeah. So, I like I I got to tell you, if I was single and I went someplace and they got busted, and I'd be like, I'd be like, huh, I don't care. I'm not because really. That's all you need to worry about is your wife. Other than that, it's, who cares? They they speak English. They talk to you. Uh, they have a manager. They have cameras facing the outside of the doors and outside the building. Right. I never saw a camera in a room. I don't know. They, you never saw it. Dave. Yeah, they can hide them anywhere. Yeah, but you can look. The rooms are pretty bare. All right. They have a table that has a cloth over it. You look under the table. You look in the furniture. You look at the lamp. Uh, you, you're not going to put a camera in the list. Now, the police might have been able to hide a camera, and they weren't paying attention, but I used to look for things, <laughs> and I never saw any of it. And if you didn't like the girls, they give you a lineup. You walk in. I want to see the girls. Friday, Saturday nights, they have five or six girls. During the week, they have two or three. You have a lineup. You pick who you want. Oh, if you don't like them, I say I go somewhere else. Have a good day. Oh, this is this is sounding like a <laughs> why do I experience. think Dave scared the hell out of people in the other room? <laughs> the lady like turns down the light and she goes, "Oh, what else would you like?" <laughs> I looked you the uh, massage down there a little bit and uh, really rolled around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a biker, so pull it on. Uh, thank you, Dave. Thanks for your expertise on the uh, on the Jack Shack. Very nice. Uh, I did. Uh, I have had talked about this before. I went to uh, years and years ago when I was before I was married, before I had kids. Went with some high profile uh, sporting athletes. Mm-hmm. Sporting to, athletes. Well, they used to go all the time, and I had no money. One of them had to pay for it, uh, and we went to. I'll never forget. We pull up. We we're in a limo, and we pull up at this Jack Shack. We, we none of us, none of us uh, guys had never been there before, but one of the other guys had. Mm-hmm. So he, so we go in, and they they like like Dave said, they bring the girls out, and you look at them and you pick a girl, you know. Well, we went in the first place and they were just gross. It just looked like disease. Yeah. Then we went to another place and they brought these girls out and they were all pretty hot looking, and one of them was coughing so loud and hard. And she was like, uh, oh, sorry, I'm just getting over something. We're like, Sorry, I have typhoid. Yeah, we were like, we'll be right back. And we went to a different place. And then we walked in, and they do. They bring the girls out. And then none of us wanted to be like, you, you. Good. So the girls just grabbed guys and went. Mm. And, and uh, the baseball players, the sporting athletes were telling me that they, get, they sit down for a, uh, when they're rookies, like for a, a meeting with the, um, the team. And the team, they bring a security expert in. And he says all of these places that you go to that you think that they go off into private rooms are all videotaped. And they will use that against you if they realize that mm-hmm. it's you, you know. 
So um, that's all I could think of while I was in there. Was I was in a room with mirrors and a girl. And that I'm your like, baseball ah. career was going to be <laughs> yeah. ended by right. this. <laughs> Carmen, that was the only thing that made me able to go on. Was I was First, I was like, there's cameras in here, like the, the guys were saying before. And then I thought, wait a second. I'm here with five easily recognizable baseball players. I'm fine. Yeah. I think I thought even if everybody got busted, I was single and I, I didn't even have a girlfriend at the time. And I was like, what do I care? I'm going to be in the, I'm going to be listening for major league baseball players. Some fat kid got uh, arrested. The other day. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and nothing ever came out of it. And it was wonderful. And then I suggested that the entire area behind um, uh, Dale Mabry, what do they call that over there? Uh, whether behind, behind Drew the pink Park. pony, Drew Park. Yeah. Should be uh, fenced off and called Jack Shack City, and that's just where you, it's just it's just where you go buy used tires and go to massage parlors. That's where you should go. Then nobody gets mad. Nobody's worried about who is trafficked in. You have to go there. You have to apply for a license. There's a DMV over there, or at least there used to be in that Drew Park area. And I had to go in there one time, and I'm waiting in line, and there were so many smoking hot girls coming in. And I thought this is the best DMV experience ever. And every one of them was coming in to get their independent contractor stripper oh, license. Yeah. They were all strippers, and they were all getting their license out. And it was great. The same one, they'd be like, can I help you? And she's like, I'm here to get some sort of license. And I went, oh, man, this Ooh. is awesome. But then they could all get a license and work right Ooh. there in Jack Shack City. Uh, it could have been the story, four Major League Baseball players and the guy wearing a Pedro Martinez mask. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know, know something funny? Uh, and I know what everybody's thinking. None of those players played for the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. It was, I'll tell you right now. Um, it was, it was like two guys from Toronto and two guys from the Royals. It was like before spring training started, and everybody had, had come down here. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, the Oscars last night, uh, best original song went to Shallow from A Star Is Born. Oh, yeah, it did. And we were all waiting for it. Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga sang Shallow from A Star Is Born. It was pretty cool the way they did it because they came up from the audience and then they shot it all from, like, kind of behind and stuff. We have a little of the video on Bone TV. This is Shallow from last Let's night's Oscars. It. Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern Is there something else you're searching for? Here's where he loses. I'm falling. Eesh. In all the good times, I find myself longing for change. And in the bad times, I fear myself. Look at her. Not only was it great, he is singing with what is quite possibly the greatest singer right now, and he's still holding his own in front of that audience yeah. too. Yeah. Oh no, he uh, was great. She sings it a little weird though. She she's keep crying. it keep it to the track. She's crying. She was oh, like her belly. Did you guys see that? She's yeah. Like, yeah. She's like, like I, I already got, got my baby. Yeah. She's like I got maybe she's like I already got my baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's Lady Gaga. Tell me something, boy. you tired trying to fill that void or do you need more staring into each other's eyes ain't it hard keeping it so hardcore i'm falling in all the good times i find myself longing Like now? I'm off the deep end. One chance I die and I'll never leave the ground. Right now I'm like amazing. Crash through the surface where they can't hurt us. We'll fall from the shallow now. Just shut it off for Bradley. Which one of them I love more? In the shadow. 
The best part is when Bradley rips the mic off the stand, comes walking around and sits. Thank you. It's just going to start making out yeah. with it right there. Oh, I thought this could be the greatest moment we've seen on television. <laughs> Look, this scary lady I got, when she starts playing the piano, she makes me nervous. sex therapist tells you you can't mix a, a dildo or, or something else in there to try and spice up your life. It's not, it's it's still, it's the same thing every day, just gets a little stale. It's about whether or not you love somebody and you want to spend the rest of your life with them. Also, throw in the fact that now you've made out with Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I've been dating this guy, but I made out with that guy. Yeah, well, and that's why the like, engagement's oh, off. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got to see, it's like, I've been eating cheeseburgers every day, and all of a sudden somebody gave me filet mignon. Now I'm like, well, I don't want to eat that cheeseburger anymore. And now for his girlfriend, like, yeah, she's a model and stuff like that, but like, what? Can gorgeous. she play piano? Yeah. <laughs> Can you sing? Right. Can you, you know, like, you have to think. Can like, she go? <laughs> yeah. Now, what yeah. part of that did you think was weird, Galvin? I thought she sung it like. It, she sounded great. I, I'm just nitpicking, whatever, yeah. but she says one part where she says, uh, Falling instead of fall, like we've just, sang it so much. Right, it's a little song, bit different yeah. than the song. Well, you know, she's doing it live. Listen, it's a nine point eight out of ten. Right, the the yeah. album's ten, so it's a nine point nine out of ten. But <laughs> if I could sit next to her and sing it, she'd lean back on me. I'd be like, all right, yeah. well, sound pretty good. Seriously, if I could sit there and play it, and he leaned on me, I would love it. <laughs> Yo, that way too. Yeah, Whatever. she's come a long ass way from weird meat suit lady alien egg arrival. She's come and- a long way from. She's got a penis, right? Yeah. Everybody was yeah, like, she's right. definitely got a penis. But here, can I just tell you something is that she, it, we all agree, is incredibly talented. Raw talent, just her and a piano could be fantastic. And she had to wear meat suits to get people's attention. That just shows what our entertainment uh, oh, yeah. is like. It's yeah. just, she, I mean, she, you know, she's also expressing her creativity and all that stuff, but it wasn't until she did start doing outrageous things that people paid attention to her. And well, then finally... She, well, and she, like, I remember the first time I saw her was on The Hills... Because, uh, like, she did, like, a small little club performance. Oh, really? Yeah, and Lauren Conrad had to, like, dress her and stuff, and she had, like, a broken zipper. You know, obviously, that was part, like, scripted in. But, like, that was, like, the first time that she was, like, on the scene and, like, you know. Uh, The first time I saw saw her was, uh, I don't know, I really thought that, because she was so weird and her face was always covered, I really thought she was going to end up being a dude. (laughs) I did. Not because she wasn't attractive, but I just thought... She's fooling us. This right, is going right. to be her big thing. But uh, So we go from one great performance to a maybe not so great performance. Ja Rule played the halftime <laughs> show at the Milwaukee's <laughs> Buck game on Saturday night for 90s night. Didn't really go so well. First, he made a joke about not being a 90s artist, and then he tried to hype up the crowd. We have some video up on Bone TV. Check this out. Here is ja- I mean, his defense, he's a 2000s Well, artist. here, listen to this. They said this is 90s night. So they brought out a 2,000 artist. <laughs> but my album came out in 99, so I guess that counts. Sanchez, we ready? Are we ready? I guess not. <laughs> the the DJ didn't have his stuff queued up and ready oh, to go. Man. So he's like trying to hype up the crowd and they're like and I guess a lot of the box players were shooting around while he was doing this. They're like, uh, we need to warm up. Yeah. Just uh, get off. The, the door. best is fifty cents taking credit for it. He goes, Why did this happen? Because I made it happen. Oh, really? <laughs> uh Peter Frampton was on CBS this morning on Saturday and said that he has a rare muscular disease called inclusion body. Myositis? I don't don't know. It's a bad muscle thing. It causes the muscles to slowly weaken. It'll eventually affect his ability to play guitar, so he's doing a farewell tour uh, while he's still at his best. 
Yeah, Peter Hampton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel bad for your disease and all that, but... There's a 23-year-old woman uh, who sold her virginity online to a Japanese businessman, oh. okay? Oh. She said she sold it to, quote, make her mom proud by getting enough money to buy them a house. Okay. Okay? I'm not going to tell you how much... Is she Japanese? She is not Japanese. She is foreign, though. She's not American. Okay. Uh, she's 23 years old. She sold her virginity online, got yeah. enough money to buy a house, yeah. hot or not. Uh, I mean, I, if you're buying her virginity, she, I would imagine she's hot. You think she's hot? I Gio, think she, I hot think or not? I think she's hot. Carmen? I think you have to be hot. Joey, please show the picture of the girl. She got $2.3 million, or $2.6 million from a Japanese businessman to... Uh, by her virginity. Hey, I, I'm, she's a 23 year old model, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I can't see anything but hair there. There's no girl in the world that I would pay 2.3, even even you know, convert that to what I make compared to what that would right. equal. There's nobody in the world that I would pay. Uh, I don't think there's anybody I would pay. But there's nobody I would pay that much money for. 2.6 I mean, million dollars. Certainly not for a virgin. Mm. I've done that before in high school, and it was not a pleasant experience. <laughs> I'm paying for it. Uh, finally, in news, a new study found that as women grow older, the men they're most attracted to are roughly around the same age. But for men, no matter how old men get, they're always attracted to women between 20 and 24. Oh, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't, I don't, let me tell you why. I, I can understand in theory why people would believe that. But uh, I remember seeing Louis C.K. at McCurdy's, and he was talking about his wife at the time, and he was like... I don't like young girls. He's like, I'm not attracted to the young, hot girls because I like a woman. And I was like, you're crazy. And then I, as I got a little older, probably about what his age was, I get it now. I'm attracted to a woman. But I think I that, mean, anybody's going to find, I can look at girls and think they're pretty. But I think the the study is showing that women are attracted to guys that are roughly the same age, where, say, you're like a 44-year-old woman, and I know that there's some women out there are going to be like, what, you're crazy. But they look at a 20-year-old guy, and they're like, no, that's too young. Like, I like a guy my own age, whatever. There's some, I'm sure, that are like 20-year-old. Yeah, sure. Guys, on the other hand, 20 to 24, we're totally fine with. But I think 20 to 24 to 29, we're fine with. Mm. 30 to 35, we're okay with, you know. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. We're just, we just like hot girls. Well, there you go, ladies. If you're uh, not between 20 and 24, no guys like you. Last night, Angela Bassett, did you see her? Oh, Angela Bassett's in unbelievable shape. When she played Tina Turner, the uh, woman- But even then, she was young. The woman that was training her said she could easily be a pro bodybuilder because she got in such great shape. She had, she was like so committed to it and stuff. Because remember when she was playing Tina Turner and she'd do the moves and stuff and her muscles, you're like, good Lord. She looks, she was on last night uh, presenting an award and she looked phenomenal. Well, uh, what was it? In 90-something, she got her groove back. So. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> so you got that. Uh, that is it for news. What? Yep. That's all you have? 8-11. All right. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.